Hey everyone, it's These Nuts. We are absolutely nuts about all things real estate. Whether you're buying, selling, or borrowing, we cover the topics that matter to you, and even the ones you didn't know you needed to be concerned with. We are your hosts, Shane Hollenbach, nationally recognized mortgage lender, and Jason Crittenden, one of the highest ranked realtors in all of Arizona. Jason, why does that matter? Well, because we have some advice, we have some experience, and we believe you should pay attention. And do we have any promises? We do. We'll keep it short and sweet. We'll pump out quality daily content covering real estate questions you've been dying to ask for about selling a home, buying a home, or how to get financed. You have questions? We have answers. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another oh-so-satisfying episode of These Real Estate Nuts. Today, Shane has the day off, and so we have two guest hosts. We have uh, Mr. Ryan Dobmeyer. What's going on, everybody? And we have Mr. Brent DeGrief. Hello, hello. Also, two uh, licensed real estate agents in the state of Arizona. They're going to help us out today in our uh, our two-part series. We're going to do a uh, podcast today to discuss home inspections. And in this two-part series, uh, part one, we're going to talk about the buyer's point of view. So you fellas ready to get started? Let's rock and roll. Let's do this. All right, guys. So let's first start out with uh, what are inspection... Uh, what are inspections exactly? There's a different name for them, I think, and here in Arizona in our residential purchase contract. What do we call it? Yeah, due diligence. It's your due diligence period. That's right. So um, what exactly does that mean, guys? So from the buyer's point of view, you buy a house and you get you get this time to do inspections. What does that mean? So you're going to get uh, 10 days to inspect the house. You're going to be able to check on whether AC works, if there's a roof leak, if uh, plumbing works, if the sinks are leaking underneath, mm-hmm. um, all those sort of things. So there's a lot of anything that's pertinent to the buyer and what they want to know about the house. This is their time to inspect. So right. it could be a lot of different things depending on the property as well. If there's a septic system, they're going to um, you know, want to have... Um, they're going to look through that too. Now, you mentioned that there's 10 days. And by the way, I always uh, say this every episode that we are in Arizona in the United States of America. So this is an international podcast. We have listeners all over Europe. So one is we're speaking specifically about Arizona. Correct. We're speaking specifically about um, the Arizona Association of Realtors purchase contract. Um, you mentioned 10 days. Is, is it always 10 days? Uh, yeah, no. Brent, like, right. it's a... Uh a strong point to, I say, negotiate on our contracts, make our offer look even stronger is to adjust that if we need to. From the buyer's point of view. So you're saying that, so the boilerplate automatic, it's a 10 day written into our contract, right? But if you wanted to maybe negotiate a a better contract with better terms for the seller, you're saying maybe we shorten it. We shorten that, right? And what's the reason for that? Make it look like we're we're going to hustle, move quickly, not drag our feet on anything. Right. So, especially if there's multiple offers, there's okay. multiple offers that might be a a point. Right. So, when you write an offer here in Arizona or anywhere, I guess for that matter, um, your due diligence period basically um, gives you an out. Right. So, if you don't like what you see, you can split. Yep. Yeah. And then Absolutely. what happens? You get your earnest deposit. Yeah. You get back, your earnest deposit back. Seller gets to go back on the market, no consolation right. prize. So. If you wrote a contract with a five-day or seven-day inspection, which is lower than the the ten-day, that just means you're basically, I'm not going to say a bad word here, but you either uh, you do your business or you get off the pot, right? right? Yeah, right. And you'll do it fast. And so, um, because you could hold up a seller for ten straight days and then cancel, and that guy gets nothing, right? Yeah, just so, out on all other so yeah, I see why that would be a stronger offer if you did a five-day. At least if you're going to cancel, you're going to do it faster. For sure, that makes a lot of sense. So. When you're doing your uh, your due diligence period, so what are some of the things that, that you're able to look at, Ryan? You mentioned septic tanks. Um, 
you know, is this a good time? Like, would you hire a home inspector, for example? Absolutely. No, it's definitely a, a highly recommended um, to hire a home inspector for this process. Right. I don't think we can make our clients get a home inspector, but no. I would say just short of that. Yeah. You almost, <laughs> right. like, you know what I mean? Almost say, like, I don't want to represent you unless you're willing to do this. And Absolutely. What's the reason for that? I mean, I, uh, let's just say I'm pretty handy around the house. I mean, why do I need... What's a home inspector going to do that I wouldn't be able to kind of peek around and do? Well, for first of all, uh, this the home inspectors that we use have done hundreds and thousands and thousands of homes sure. over the course of their career, so they know exactly what. In fact, I think for. they they literally do close to a thousand a year. Yes, yeah, absolutely, and they and that's just in one year. So they've been doing this for um, years, so that. Whenever sure. they go into a house, they know what they're looking for. They're able to spot things way better than the average Joe. So it's kind of like, um, you know, if you're going to buy or sell a house on average, they say every five to seven years, or maybe even the average person only four or five times might buy or sell a house. You're saying they're not an expert on selling a house. They might want to call a realtor. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, like I exactly they might not be an expert on. Yeah. on look. Well, actually, a home inspector will do some some unique things, too. I mean, they're going to walk on a roof, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to go in an attic. Correct. Which, by the way, here in Arizona, it gets about 120 degrees outside. Can you imagine right. inside that attic? Yeah. It's gotta be it gets 160, 180 degrees at some times. So <laughs> kind of worth they, it. Yeah. And they know what they're looking for. You know, you know, you mentioned that, you know, you may be handy around the house, but it's it's kind of like me, like opening up the hood of my car. I might be able to look at an engine, but I'm not, a, I'm no master mechanic. So these guys know what to look for. They know what to do. Um, plus the liability of you just getting up into an attic or walking on a roof or anything, there's there's a ton of liability for a buyer to do that. Yeah, okay. And then what's awesome too is once they do the inspection, they're going to, what, what do you end up getting? They're going to do a walkthrough with you and then they'll so they email you the, the whole list so you have everything. To, red arrows yeah. and all that stuff. Pictures, everything. So you, now you have this report, right? And you have this information that there's a bunch of stuff wrong with it. What are you going to do with that? Use it to show the seller if there's something that a big issue to your buyers and what you want. Yeah, fixed. so... So before we go into that, let's actually, how much does a home inspector cost on average? And I know this varies. Yeah. Usually between, bucks. yeah. Three, let, let, let's just say three, 400 bucks, mm-hmm. right? Uh, on average, it depends on the house. I yeah. mean, how big it is. I've seen thousand dollar home inspections on 7,000 square yeah. foot, yeah. Eight, right. eight air conditioners, but, but on average <laughs> right. about, th- let's say three or four in your experience, right? You guys are professional realtors. You do a bunch of deals. If you had a, you spend $400, let's say on a home inspection, do you typically see more than $400 worth of repairs or issues? Absolutely. And, and, the, and then what do you do with that? You go to the seller and then what? Negotiate. Yeah. yeah Negotiate them to yeah. do those do those uh, repairs for sure. So you'd say it's worth it, right? So if you spend, say, $400 on average, do you feel like you get $1,000, sometimes 2000 sometimes I yeah. mean, I've seen. I always, I always tell my buyers it's like your insurance policy yeah. for buying a house. You're about to buy, you know, let's just say a three hundred dollars to $500,000 house. Yeah. What isn't? you know, $400 to make sure that your investment for a quarter million or half a million dollar house, Yeah, a $400 investment to just, again, no insurance policy to make sure that your house is not about to fall apart. hundred percent. So now you're buying this half million dollar house, you know, for sure what's wrong with it. Right. Mm -hmm. And by the way, every house is going to have something wrong with it. Right. Absolutely. I want to make sure everyone has that expectation, even Even brand new builds. Yeah. Yeah. Brand new builds. So you spend $400 and then at the end of that, you've got, you've got a couple options, right? You could, uh, you could cancel, right? If you don't like what mm-hmm. you see, some major, major problems. Maybe you see that the foundation's cracked or HVAC has fallen through the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you could move forward as is. You Correct. guys see that a lot? No. No. Pretty rare, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'd say 98% of the time, 99% of the time, we don't get cancellations and we don't get moving forward. We get the third option, which is 
ask for repairs. Yeah, yeah. right, Brent. So they're going to say, uh, "Hey, I still like your house, but I'd like you to address a couple issues here." And and I I feel like typically it's, it's mi- at least five to a thousand dollars, five hundred to a thousand dollars in repairs. Yeah. Um, sometimes they'll say, Hey, I won't do repairs, but instead I'll give you money instead mm-hmm. and then let you do them, which is cool for what reason? You know what I mean? Like, well, we, I always say, right, that they are going to fix it in duct tape, but my client, whoever the buyer yeah. wants it fixed, like gold, gold plated. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. So, and, 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 uh, we're just being sarcastic, but, but, you know, you just have to understand human nature. If you are a, a seller and someone asks you to fix a leak. And they and they don't tell you exactly. They say, "Hey, I need you to fix this leak." I mean, stick that guy could, gum. could <laughs> stick a gum. <laughs> uh, he could put duct tape around it and say, "Hey, look, bro, it's not leaking." And technically, he he did contractually what you you told him. And then uh, and then the buyers are going to come by and they're going to say, "Hey, where's the new brand new gold pipes yeah, that I yeah. that I wanted?" So expectations sometimes don't meet up, and then that can cause problems at the end. So sometimes a, a credit and lieu repair, I think, is probably a good idea for sure. Um, so, okay, so you get to the end of it, and then they can either do some repairs. Um, what happens if I say, hey, I'd like you to fix the roof leak that we found, the leak uh, under one of the sinks, and uh, one of the outlet switch covers was cracked. I'd like you to fix that one. Mm-hmm. So you're the seller. You make a response and say, um, yeah, no, I'll, I'll do the roof and the leak, but I'm not going to do the other one. What happens at that point? Yeah. So at that point, the buyer has an option. They can either move forward mm-hmm. as is, uh, or they can cancel. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. So the sellers made a response. I'll do two things. I'm not going to do one. Buyers now it's in the buyer's court. Buyer says I either cancel or I accept it. So can they not negotiate? Can they come back and say I'd like you to do something different? Or basically, that's that's it, right? Technically, technically, yes. Technically, right. that's exactly on paper. I should on say paper. on paper, that's it. On paper, that's exactly what it is. But us, is for me, for us here, I know in this room, we always, if it's not what our buyers were expecting or wanting, you know, that's where the call. negotiation. Then we use our mouth. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. We start negotiating right. with the other agent. That's and, where I was getting at. So a, a good agent's going to probably before they lean on a pen at all, mm-hmm. you talk to the other agent, you go back and forth. One guy says, "I ain't doing this," and you say, "Come on, man, this is where we need it." Right. And you go back and forth, and by the time you put it on paper, it's already been discussed. You already know the outcome, right? Yeah. Because what if uh, what if I send over as a seller, I send over my response, I'm not going to do this, and it ends up blowing up the deal. For sure. When you probably would have done it, yeah, <laughs> if you would have known, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, like because uh, sometimes it's an emotional experience for both the buyer or seller. So it's probably a really good idea just to talk talk to your people. But on paper, timeline wise, we got you got up to ten days as a buyer. Then I send it, I knock it over into the other guy's court. By the mm-hmm. way, can I cut that short? I mean, do I have to wait 10 days? No. So what happens though, if I go six days and I send it over, it's, do I still have four more days? Mm-hmm. It's over. Yeah. So if I send it over early, there's real no, it sounds like there's no advantage to a buyer to send it early. No. And I probably wouldn't advise to do that. Like go ahead and take all 10 of your due diligence period days mm-hmm. because what happens if you send it on day six and then on day seven, there's an announcement that the local power plant's going to build a substation right outside your door. Right. And you would have canceled, but yeah, now you, you can't, can't, right? So you're locked in. So you keep it 10, you send it to the other guy. That guy has how many days here in Arizona? Five days. He's got five days, and then he sends it back to me. And, and then if he says no to even one item on that list, then you have five days to respond to that. Five days. That could take 20 20 days. Yeah. Could take 20 days. Wow, that's amazing. All right, guys. So I would say from, I'm going to say that's that, at least on the buyer's point of view. You know, what's the one common takeaway, uh, Ryan? What would you say that would be from this episode? 
uh, that you absolutely want to take advantage of your due diligence period and hire a home inspector, you mm-hmm. know, research your neighborhood, surrounding areas, be absolutely sure that this is the one. Yeah, that this one yes, is, is the one. The one. And that's solid gold. Yes, if you live in Arizona and you're looking to buy or sell or get a mortgage or refinance, we'd love to earn your business. Text loan to 602 975 2772 to reach Shane about buying or refinancing strategies. Text home to Jason at 602 975 2772. If you're looking to sell or buy in Arizona, or if you need a referral for out of state from my expansive national network. Guys, thanks for listening. Catch these real estate nuts on the flip side.